What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Final Pick Podcast. I am your host, Zachary, and I'm here with, oh, as always, my co-host today. What's up, guys? It's Van. And, you know, today we're doing the final two divisions for basically our preview. You know, a week from today, we finally have some NFL football back. Might be preseason, might be Hall of Fame game, might not have anybody playing. But it's going to be good to have football back. So we're going to go ahead and preview the AFC and NFC North divisions today. Uh, but before we do, we've had some news happen within the last week of the NFL. For starters, today, DK Metcalf and the Seattle Seahawks agreed on a contract extension, three years, $72 million. Uh, congrats to DK. Uh, I think he's now ranked in the top 10. I don't know exactly where in the NFL um, per year in um, in salary. What do you think of that contract? Um, Yeah, it's fine. I mean, compared to what everybody else is getting paid, DK deserves right around that $24 million range. Uh, no complaints about that, but uh, good for DK. Uh, he's on a very bad team, but they have pieces. They dra- had a good draft this year, and uh, yeah, it's good for DK. Yeah, and uh, now that I actually thought of it, Chris Carson did recently retire. So, I mean, congrats for time. It's unfortunate why he had to retire, but hopefully he can get healthy uh, post-retirement. Uh, it's probably the right move for him to retire due to just the injuries he's had throughout his career. Um, Definitely the right move. But I was actually kind of surprised how cheap it was. I thought the like, I think it's a fair contract. Um, but I just thought he was going to break the market a lot more because I would have thought he would have made more than AJ Brown. I don't think he's better than AJ Brown personally, but I thought he would have made more than him. So I'm kind of surprised how cheap the contract was. But I mean, what what is that? Twenty four million dollars. I mean, it's still a good amount of money in the NFL. But also it brings to question like. What's next with Debo Samuel and Dermot James? Those two players plus DK were basically saying, yeah, they're holding out or holding in, I should say. Uh, not really going to be practicing until they get their extensions. So it's going to be interesting to see how this affects the potential Debo Samuel contract and also Dermot James uh, when he's going to get his contract extension. Uh, do you think Stefan Diggs feels kind of stupid right now? Uh, for his contract? I mean, it's the same as DK's, but. He's bad. He's he's miles ahead of DK. Oh, for sure. I mean, he'll get his extension. Or, well, he'll get a probably he's some type of change. Extension, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Terry McLaurin's right under DK. AJ Brown's right over DK. I mean, I think that's what DK should be getting paid in this market. But I think Stephon Diggs made a mistake signing so early after that Christian Kirk contract. Yeah, and Stephon Diggs will probably get some type of rework in his contract sooner than later. He's just that type of receiver that yeah. he deserves some type of rework. Um, but also, another extension that happened this week, Kyler Murray, he got a big-time extension. I don't remember the numbers at the top of my head, but didn't write those down. Uh, but he got a huge extension. Uh, 46 that has a year. 46 and a half a year. Yeah, and he has an interesting clause in his contract that's kind of gone over the place, that he has to do a minimum four hours, uh, is it four hours a week, right? It's uh, four uh, hours of, of uh, game foot or studying a week. Outside the facilities. Yes. So, obviously, inside the facilities, you're always going to be doing your prep and watching. But it kind of brings up the question, like, is he doing his homework outside of outside of basically his work, you know? Um, so, they added that clause. I think it's interesting. I don't know if we're really – the whole media is reading into it too much than it needs to be. But the fact that it is in the clause probably does speak a little something. Maybe it speaks a little something, but that man held his own press conference today unexpectedly, saying it had nothing to do with that. So I don't feel like you'd do that, if, especially if you had a problem staying in the film room. 
I, I feel like that that was just something that was in there as like a safety. I, I really don't feel like it was a problem with him. Uh but I feel like it was more it it was more just something put in to to make Cardinals feel like they, they spent their money well. I disagree with the fact that it because he did the press conference made think you're you do the press conference matter what you're same face, right? You're same face mm-hmm. for certain I don't know if a brand deal is going to have a big, make a big deal over it, but you're just saving face. You don't want to look like the bad guy. Um, and I also don't know how much I necessarily liked his press conference because it kind of almost seemed like he was trying to basically like, like he was talking about his records stuff like that. I don't know when you're, when it's, when that clause is in his contract, it almost seemed like he was trying to brag a bit in a sense in his press conference. I don't know if that's the way he meant to come off, but, um, but I mean, but to his credit though, he has been extremely successful. And I mean, him saying that proves why he's worth worth that contract. And I mean, if he isn't studying, it still is pretty impressive what he's able to do on the field. Yeah, um, but I mean, I wouldn't read 220. I also don't know even if uh, the Cardinals were to, I don't even know if they would actually enforce it, for say. Like if he isn't quote unquote studying. Yeah, what are they, they going to do? Yeah, we're taking your contract back and trading you? No. Well, the guarantees would go away, but I don't know how you can really even enforce it. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I feel like he's already doing that shit. I feel like that was just something that was blown out of proportion by media. Yeah, and I think the Kyler Murray, though, that contract also serves as the baseline for a potential Lamar Jackson contract. Um, he basically went out today, and he didn't necessarily say it. He kind of insinuated that, yeah, I'm not holding out for now, but there's going to be a certain time frame that if I don't have a contract done, which he does expect by the beginning of the season, that he's not going to risk his body. It's basically what he was, you know, basically what he was um, insinuating that he'll probably end up holding out at some point if contracts not get done, which definitely be interesting. We obviously saw the Ravens last year without Lamar Jackson. They struggled going into December. They were number one seed in the AFC. Lamar goes out for the last five weeks. They go 0-5 and miss the playoffs. Now also injuries, which is a huge thing to the Ravens overall. Last year, we're going to get into the Ravens more later in this, uh, in this podcast, but Lamar is definitely a huge part of what the Ravens are doing. So, I think the Kyler Murray contract might help them a little bit. It's just the baseline for potential Lamar Jackson extension. It might help Lamar. It might not help the Ravens. But it, then again, it's not affecting Lamar. We'll talk about it later. He's not there for the money. He's not worried about a contract getting done. He's the one that's actually prolonging it from what I hear. So well, He doesn't have an agent, which prolongs stuff. Not working with an agent. Definitely prolongs stuff, but at the same time, it, it's something that he just doesn't care about right now because he knows more. He, know, he, he believes in his game. And he knows that as the years go on, that cap goes up. So he's in, he's in no rush. Yeah, And we'll, like, so we'll get to in a second, but one, one last thing I want to say about Lamar Watts on my mind, I will not play a game if I'm him until I get a contract because the way he plays, he's going to get hit so much. I'm yeah. not risking my body without getting that extension. I feel like the extension will, will get done before the season starts, though. I, I think it will. I think it will. Uh, next up, Julio Jones. I will say that he is now officially washed after seeing that he's worn number 85. But uh, he did sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, another weapon for Tom Brady. Uh, obviously, they got Mike Evans out there. Chris Godwin's going to come back at some point. Great news is uh, he wasn't on the PUP list, if I'm not mistaken, which means that his uh, his recovery is going very well. Um, you also have people like, um, I'm trying to think of my head, they, they brought in Russell Gage, who's a great signer for them. They slapped Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller. Uh, they brought back Brian, Rashad Perriman. Perriman. They, they got a stacked room right there, receivers. So I don't even know if I, I – I'm pretty sure he was making the roster, but I don't think it's necessarily a situation that he'll be a lock 
for say, like if they really like what some of the younger guys are doing. But I mean, well, if Godwin's ready for week one, that guy isn't moving a rotational receiver. That's just what it is. Uh, yeah, I, I personally think Russell Gage, I mean, he's just more of a slot guy. I think he's going to get mm-hmm. a lot of run. Um, so, I mean, if they like what some of the young guys are doing, I could see them basically saying, yeah, Julio, we like you, but we want to take advantage of some of these younger guys. And it wasn't no no minimum contract. He got paid a little bit. He got one year, $8 million. That's decent for what he's he's doing on the field. Yeah, and he also did sign with the Buccaneers to over some other teams. I know the Packers were a team mentioned. There was which, another team that called about him too. I know there was another team I never saw anything confirmed anywhere. I know, uh, I saw it. Are you talking about the Pan Active show? There, there was there was two offers, two complete offers. That was that was a whole tweet. Two offers. Green Bay Packers had an offer on the table, and the Colts had an offer on the table. I didn't see anything about the Colts. Be- I know I saw Chris Ballard say they weren't talking to Julio at all. He said in the press conference, uh, actually a couple hours before the Julio signing. Well, all, uh, I saw, all I saw is that there was a Colts offer on the table at one point. And that's all I saw. I, I have no idea about that, but um, but Julio is in Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, it's just his career ends because he's won an awful number at 85. That is, I, I don't think that's permanent. I think he's waiting for you to get cut. He'll take a better number. But speaking Maybe. of the Buccaneers, something else happened at Buccaneers training camp today. Ryan Jensen, most likely, uh, knock on wood, probably out for the year. I watched the video. Did not look good. You have your fucking left guard throwing a 300-pound second-round pick into uh, your center's – your Pro Bowl center's – Left knee, uh, it did not look good. Uh, and and I, if I'm the Buccaneers, I'll have JC Cheddar on that phone in a, in two days. It's definitely bad. It, I mean, they it, they're fearing it's going to be a major uh, knee injury. He was carted off the field. It's most likely probably an ACL. It's just what tends to happen. Hopefully, yeah. it's not. Um, but Hopefully. that's probably the most likely case scenario. And I mean, if he is gone, I mean that interior. Three linemen for the Buccaneers from last year is all gone. Uh, Marpe retired. A bunch of bunch uh, of young guys, man. Yep, Jensen would be gone. Ali Marpe would be gone, and uh, Kappa would, uh, who went to Cincinnati, uh, would be gone. Well, they got Shaq Mason to replace Kappa, which is an upgrade. But which they got, they're gonna have to start Luke Godeke from Central Michigan, and yeah, uh, Robert Haynes. I think I saw. Yeah, insane. But um, but yeah, I mean, just a complete new interior offensive line. It looks like for the Bucks this season. Um, but hopefully, for Jensen's case, it was maybe just like a, some kind of extension. I didn't see the video. No, no um, I'm telling you right now, it, it looked bad. But yeah, ho- hopefully, it's not as serious as as it looks. Well, yeah, they said it looked bad, but at the same time, the video it's basically Logan Hall, their first the first pick of the second round this year, big big man, uh, mm-hmm. was getting blocked by the left guard Robert Stinney. Ah. I think his first name's Robert. Sorry for the dog. Uh, basically, just threw him right into the back of Ryan Jensen's leg. And, and Ryan Jensen's not no bitch. Let me just tell you this right now. I've seen Ryan Jensen beat players' asses on the field. He's not no bitch. The fact that I, he got carted off, yeah, it, it, I'm telling you right now, there, there's no way it's not serious, like bad. There's no way. There's no way that was just an extension. Yeah, and I do want to mention that just now the Arizona Cardinals, it's been reported to have yep. the independent study clause from uh, Kyler Murray's uh, contract. So, what did I, mean, I just say? So, I mean, we don't know how they would have enforced it, but um, just wipe away what we just talked about five minutes ago. Uh, what did I just the, say, though? 
They just threw that in there to feel like they're making their money's worth. There was no fucking reason for that. Kyler Murray would not have had a press conference. They just took it away because now it's causing a problem. It wasn't really anything. I knew it wasn't. Well, it said it happened yesterday, the move. So didn't have anything to do with what happened today. Well, no, I'm just saying. I, I don't think that caused meant anything to the Cardinals. I think they just had it in there for bullshit reasons. Yeah. There, but, there's always those little contract shits in every NBA and NFL contracts. Like, I remember – I'm not going to pull examples, but they just throw in shit just to make them feel like they're getting their money's worth. Yep, and that's about it for the news. Oh, no, one more. One more. Oh, Big one. Chiefs signed Carlos Dunlap. Dunlap had a good year last year. He's not what he used to be. But no, I mean, he's, he's solid, and – He's same same contract as Julio, one year, eight million. Uh, I don't know where these teams are pulling cap from. I guess there's some type of clause, or uh, one year extensions are different. But uh, that's a good signing. They just keep adding. They just keep adding and keep adding and keep adding. It's going to be Dunlap and Karloftis off the edge again this year. It's going to be it's going to be fine. He's, he's probably as good or if not better than Melvin Ingram. They're not taking any steps back, man. Yeah, the Chiefs. I mean. We'll see. They should be. They should still be. They'll definitely still be competing for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Carlson, that productive player, he's probably you know probably there because you know he's older, so teams don't want to really give him a contract. It's probably a huge incentive based contract that Dunlap got. Probably same thing with Julio, also incentive based. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get into uh, the power rankings. You know. We always like to start off some power rankings in the AFC North. What is your AFC North power rankings? My AFC North power rankings. So mine have been going all around today. So what I'm going to stick with, if the Ravens are healthy, I'm going one Ravens. I'm going two, the Cleveland Browns. I'm going three, Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm going number four, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And... I, it can go either way, but I think the Brown, the locks I have are Browns and Steelers. I think they, I think the Ravens and Bengals could switch because I know the Bengals have the Ravens number, but they weren't healthy. So you would swap the Ravens to three. I, uh, I, I think Cleveland will end up two, depending on Watson's suspension. Uh, if it's eight games and under, I think they go two. If it's, if it's season, of course they're going to be four or three. But it, it, I'm basing it off of what I'm seeing from the Deshaun Watson rumors right now. But yes, I think Ravens and Bengals, one of them is going to be one, one of them is going to be three. So the way I have it, I have the Ravens at one. I have the Cincinnati Bengals at two. I have the Cleveland Browns at three. And I have the Pittsburgh Steelers at four. Oh, so and, you're basic? What was that? So you're basic. Base, I mean, I don't think that's basic. I think most people that, I think no, that is basic. Anybody but the Steelers fans are, are agreeing with what you just said. I mean, Bengals are probably the favorite. No, they just made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I feel like I've seen a bunch of like people saying Bengals aren't going to be doing what they did last year. I think, I think the Bengals. I think the Bengals and Browns are the two consensus. I mean, depend depending on the Watson thing, yeah. yeah. But we both have Baltimore at one, so let's go ahead and start with Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore. I mean, injuries just kicked their ass last year. Let's call it what it is. They yep. it, they still performed into December. I kind of mentioned it earlier. I mean, they were the number one seed in the AFC until Lamar Jackson got hurt and into December, and then they finished the year off 0-5. I mean, they were a good team till then. Uh, Lamar Jackson, hopefully he gets extended soon so that he's playing. And, I mean, the weapons aren't really there. 
Obviously, Mark Andrews had a great year last year. They lost Hollywood Brown. Rashad Bateman's going to have to have a much bigger role this year. So that's the one that does concern me, but running back's not going to be healthy. I mean, how many running backs did they lose last year? Like they two lost, or three or after the year? Three, because they lost they lost uh, Edwards. Dobbins. Edwards, Dobbins early, back-to-back. Yeah, they're both in the entire year. And then I think they lost Tyson Campbell just for a little bit, not for a whole season. But Tyson Campbell? Williams? What's his, what's his name? Tyson Williams. Tyson Williams, yeah. And the yeah, Latavius Murray had to take a big role. Yeah, Latavius Murray. Did Justice Hill also get hurt? Uh, I think Justice Hill got hurt. Justice Hill. He Yeah, he got hurt in training camp as well. All right, yeah, so I mean, they dealt with a lot of injuries. J.K. Dobbins will be back. Uh, he's got a lot of potential to see how he recovers from his injury. It wasn't It was some type of lower body injury. I don't know, remember if it was like ACL or whatever it was. J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins was his knee. Knee, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hopefully – I haven't heard anything specifically from him in training camp so far. Hopefully he is at least playing, but uh, hopefully he's looking like his normal self back there because after his first year, he was looking like he was going to ha- have a lot of potential uh, in this league. Oh, yeah. If, if he's back, it's a problem. And I really hope he is because fantasy-wise. Yeah. It, then, I mean, defensively, I mean, their defense was not very good last year, but a lot of that can be said due to injuries. Their entire mm-hmm. secondary basically wiped off injuries. I know Humphrey was hurt for a little bit. I don't know if uh, how, how how much time he missed. I don't think it was too much time, but you had um, Mark Speeders who missed the entire year. Pretty sure got hurt in preseason or training camp. He got hurt in training um, camp. Yeah. Um, they signed Kyle Fuller. Basically, I think he'll, uh, he'll probably play the outside. Mark Humphrey will play in the nickel in, the, in their um, nickel packages. Obviously, yeah. Humphrey will go outside in their base. Um, so that's three really nice corners. to Floyd have his best year last year, but we know what he can be. Um, in, the, in the secondary, though, the safeties, they got a stacked safety group. They got Marcus Williams, Chark Club, Kyle Hamilton they drafted. Uh, they still have Tony Jefferson. Um, like, that is a stacked safety group. They're going to be running that that three safety look. Oh, for sure. Court. They're going to be running that, that Kyle Hamilton in the box. Yeah, they're gonna have I mean, they're gonna have to get all three seats out there. They pay Marcus Williams big time money. Chuck Clark is very underrated. So he's good. A stud. And so then good. I mean they obviously with the first draft pick drafted Kyle Hamilton, who is an absolute stud as well. So they're gonna have to find a way to get all of them out there. And you know, I mean, there'll be a lot of three safety sets probably out there because they're I mean, bring a safety down like Clark or Hamilton, because your linebackers aren't Hamilton. the best. You got Patrick Queen out there. Um, you have uh uh Lee Harrison, right? Uh, Josh Bynes. Josh Bynes, uh, Patrick Queen, Malik Harrison, Tyus Ty Bowser. Yeah, he's more off the edge, though. No, he, he is an edge. But, yeah, yeah. They, have, they almost had Zadarius Smith. <laughs> yeah. They, they uh, And then in the front four, you got Calais, big bodies. Michael Pierce came right back. They yeah, got they uh, had, they uh, Brandon Williams. Yeah, they got uh, Dafe Owe, who had a decent rookie year last year. They have Travis Jones. Mm-hmm. They have to draft Travis Jones in the third round. They also brought Justin Houston back. Um, so they got some guys. No, they in yeah, they, they got Justin Houston. No, they didn't. I'm looking at their depth chart right now. I don't think Justin Houston came back. He's on the depth chart. I, I, I saw him as a top remaining free agent like yesterday. Uh, look it back up. I mean, I'm looking at the depth chart right now. It doesn't Justin matter. Houston. Regardless, he won't be starting. You got Bowser. and. Uh, be starting, but he's going to be. He's gonna I be, really don't think he's on the team. Um, I mean, I'll I'll look it up, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, not that big it's really not that big of a deal. No, but, and they um, have the best kicker in Justin T. Oh yeah, they, from sixty-six yards out. 
they're just a good fucking team, dude. And not not to mention, next year they're gonna have all this. David Ajabo. Like they just they're so they're so scary at drafting, dude. And they go and get probably one of the best center prospects the last few years, Tyler Linderbaum. They're just deep, man. They're a deep fucking team. They need some receiver help, but they're deep. Yeah, I mean the yeah, let's talk about the receivers. I mean and I'm not talking about tight ends, just actual wide receivers. Like I was shot Bateman, uh, and then after that with Devin Durbinay, um, James Prochet. I say pronounce it Prochet. Prochet. Um they got uh they got Slade Bolden as an undrafted free agent from Bama. Maybe he'll be the next great slot guy. But I mean they really don't have a lot uh a lot of wide receiver. But at the same time, do you really need a lot of wide receiver in that type of offense? I mean, it's an offense that strives with tight ends and a lot of running backs. Um I mean, they, they, they don't got Mark Andrews, Nick Boyle. Um, I personally liked Isaiah Likely, who they drafted, or was he undrafted? I know he was South Carolina, fourth round. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they have some nice tight ends there. They drafted Tyler Linderbaum to be their uh, center. Ronnie Stanley's coming back from injury. Um, so, Kevin Zeitler at the right guard, and then they, got, they signed Morgan Moses to play right tackle. Yeah, so, I mean, the offensive line is definitely improved. Uh, from last year, um, it, they, they should be a really good team. They got John Harbaugh coaching them, who is one of the better coaches in the entire NFL, and he built a perfect offense around Lamar, at least schematically. So I'm excited to see how the Ravens are going to be this year. I think they yeah. should be competing for the number one seed in the AFC if healthy. Obviously, keywords if healthy. That's for any of these teams we talk about. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they should be very good as long as whatever team they're playing against doesn't blitz 100 percent of the time. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, what's it called? The, um, I mean, they did pretty good against the Blitz last year, though. No, they didn't. Lamar Jackson's stats were very good against the Blitz. Don't care about that because Brian Flores is gone. But, um, but I mean, the Ravens last year were the worst team in the league against the pass. And now, what I just mentioned, I mentioned their secondary of, like I said, they got Humphrey, Peters, Kyle Fuller, Williams, Clark, Hamilton. That's not going to be the worst uh, passing defense in the NFL this year. If it's they just stay not. healthy, though. Yeah, and that's, that's healthy, but yeah, hundred percent. But Kyle Hamilton's going to play that box linebacker. They're going to be dominant, dude. Like I'm really scared of the the, the Ravens. I'm really am. I, I, if they stay healthy, there's nobody in that division going to stop them besides the Bengals, just because it's a matchup. Yeah, and let's go ahead and move on. Let's go. Let's go to the defending uh, AFC champs. The defending AFC champs and Cincinnati Bengals. Um, what? What? Why are you? Why are you? Because I have the Browns too. Why are we always going with yours? Uh, I'm going with them because I think they deserve the respect. No, they do. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and I mean, they really only got better this offseason. You know, I know you aren't crazy about their offseason additions, but they definitely improved the O line. Uh, they got Ted Karras. They got Alex Kappa. They got Leo Collins. Uh, that right side's completely revamped. And it's much better than it was last year. You know, they still have uh, a great offense. They got Joe Burrow, who is a young star in this league. They got Joe Mixon, who I feel like went very under the radar last year. He was really damn good last year. And now being able to run against, run with a more improved offensive line, I think he's going to have another great year this year. Uh, they got Jamar Chase, stud. T. Higgins, people don't talk about him enough, stud. Uh, Tyler Boyd went the best slot receivers in the NFL, and you add Hayden Hurst to that offense. Who, I mean, he hasn't really lived up to his draft projection, but he's still a solid tight end nonetheless. 
that offense next year probably be top five in the NFL probably pretty easily. Um, just absolute loaded in talent. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm not big on their offensive line signings just because I I don't like the contracts for them. Leo Collins is a, a steal for the contract, but Kappa and Kappa and Karras. Karras has proven he's just very mediocre at best. And Kappa's – I mean, it's hard to judge a player when you're putting him in between the number one right tackle in the league and a top five center in the league. You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of hard to judge how they are actually, but I just don't think – him going from Worfs to Jen- Worfs and Jensen to Karis and Collins is gonna show his true talent. It's gonna show his true talent. So we'll see. But I, I just I, I don't like players that leave systems like that for a system, especially how bad Bengals is. The O line was awful last year. Those guys are solid players that's going to improve, and no matter how you feel about them, those guys are going to improve that O line drastically. Dude, their O-line was terrible. They had Isaiah Prince starting at right tackle. You know how I know he was bad? He was a Dolphin with the worst O-line and got cut. I mean, it's the Dolphins. They yeah, but the, 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 oh, the shut the fuck up. He, he, it's the Dolphins. The Dolphins' terrible O-line, and the guy got cut from that O-line. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be huge improvements. I mean, Joe Mixon might be the best running back in the NFL at cutting back, finding open space out of nowhere. Just Cut back king, I call him. So yeah, I mean that makes this dirty. Yeah. Um and then defensively, I mean, they didn't really add too much. If I remember at least starting wise, they got Daxon Hill late in the first round, who I think is gonna be a good player for them. Might have to start at safety week one, depending on what happens with Jesse Bates. They can't they didn't agree to a contract extension, so I don't know what's going to go on with him. Are they gonna to have to be forced to trade him? Dax is gonna know. play Dax is gonna play uh, nickel corner from what I'm seeing in training camp. That he played a lot of that at Michigan, box, yeah. Box but, but they have Mike Hilton, Mike Hilton's one of the best nickels in the um, league. my bad. Yeah, they have Mike Hilton, he is one of the best nickels, but they could play him outside across from Ozie because Trey Wayne's retired, he was ass, but they he retired. They have no second corner, Eli Apple. Come Shut on. the fuck up now. The Eli, got Eli Apple, Apple and they got fucking disrespect. uh. And they drafted Nebraska boy Taylor Britt. I'm not going to stand for this Eli Apple disrespect, man. Oh, I'm so scared. Come what on, going to do. But I mean, Uzi had a good year last year for them. They also signed Trey Flowers um, at he corner. Been there. He, he's been there. I could swear yeah, I just saw that he recently. And so was Vernon Hardgrave. Uh, you know, what I'm thinking of the other Trey Flowers when he used to be on the Patriots. He's still free. I've never seen something about him. No, you're talking about T.R.E. Flowers, right? I know. That's who I'm talking about. I, because I remember the other day he, seeing, seeing something about how Trey Flowers is still a free agent. I thought this was Trey Flowers that just got signed. Well, but, all I know is they're going to be using – no, no, no. Trey Flowers, the DN did not get signed. I know, I know. I just remember yeah. seeing some him a couple days ago. Yeah, no, but that, I guess they're going to be have to, having to run three safeties because you don't use a first-round pick on a guy that's going to be backup. That's not going to – Von Bell's a stud. Jesse Bates is a stud. Unless they knew something was going on with Jesse Bates, they would not use the first round pick on that. Yeah, I mean, is he potentially going to get traded? I mean, I, I wouldn't. He's one. He's probably maybe top five safety, probably. Uh, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he got traded because Paul Brown's just greedy. That's just what he is. It's it's known he thing. Doesn't pay people. He doesn't pay people unless you're fucking like Joey bro, Burrow. Bro, you're not getting they, paid. They were trying to give this man Jesse Bates. It was a four year contract extension. Like giving him four million more dollars. Than what he gets in the franchise tag. 
Yeah, see, that's just like that's fucking wild. Like, I, I feel bad for like if you get drafted there, you're just automatically kind of fucked. What's gonna happen to Joe Burrow when he's up for an extension? Well, no, they're gonna pay him. Trust me, Are Paul they? Brown, hundred percent. Paul Brown, they already made, they're already talking about that shit, extending him. He's they're, gonna, they're gonna pay Joe Burrow. That's not somebody you hold pay on. Any, they're the, they've always been like that with DBs, always. I know we'll see because Joe Burrow is Anderson. probably gonna be the second highest paid QB in the NFL next offseason. Yeah, no hundred. Well, we don't know. Herbert. It depends who gets paid first. Second person's gonna get paid more. That's I doubt that. Happen. I doubt that. That that's usually how. Yeah, I mean, but if, if if Herbert's paid first and Paul Brown sees the contract, he's gonna show the Herbert stats to Burroughs, and Herbert's gonna kill him. He's gonna f- trying to fucking negotiate a little less than him. Burrow will say, "I let you guys do a Super Bowl," and Herbert hasn't made the playoffs yet. That's no, that's fair for Burrow. I'm just saying that's how Paul Brown is. He has fucking greedy. He's known to be greedy. All right, but I mean, but we are not talk about we, this. That's like a year in the future. <laughs> but the but, Bengals, uh, man, but they're gonna be very good this year, man. They, they're gonna be a good team. But they have matchups, and I don't feel like their roster is Super Bowl caliber. I don't care. I know they made the Super Bowl, but I don't think they're making I, – can I be honest? I okay. don't think they make the playoffs this year. I think they do. I I, I think they do. I, I think – well, I think two teams in the AFC North will make the playoffs. Nope. And I would say be the Ravens and Bengals. I mean, I – I mean, I not – I don't know. I it, What other te- teams are going to make it besides at least two in this division? Um, I know there's obviously going to be multiple in the AFC West. Maybe there's three in the AFC West. I'm not 100 percent sure uh, how many. Um, multiple in the AFC South or the AFC East is a toss up. It could be one. It could be two. Definitely not divisions. AFC South, dude. You think Titans are making it? You're cute. You know that. I don't think the Colts are making it, dude. I don't think Colts are very good. We're not going to talk about. We talked about that last episode. That's. I don't crazy. think the Dolphins are making it. I don't think the Colts are making it. So don't try to say it's some bias. That's I don't crazy. think the Colts are making it, dude. That's crazy, but um, the Bengals though, the uh, but Logan Wilson was absolutely ridiculous last year. He was absolutely so last year. Um, Jermaine Pratt, he had a Jermaine great. Pratt was good last year also. Did Logan Wilson make a Pro Bowl last year? Logan I know obviously Wilson, he wouldn't play in the game because he made I, Super Bowl. But I tell you what, he might have because he was like he was leading in every stat category for a minute. Yeah, he he was really good. Trey Henderson had a great great season last year. Trey Henderson was a Pro Bowler. I know that. And then um, I'm excited to see how Joseph Asai looks. He he was someone I liked in the draft a year a year ago. I'm excited to see how he looks this year. Uh, uh, yeah, but overall, I mean, the defense has a lot of a lot of good players. Uh, the only really great player I'd say is probably Jesse Bates and Hendrickson, and maybe looking Wilson Cedaring on that, and Mike Hill has a slot. But um, yeah. I am excited to see how they look this year because you know the offense is going to be there if the defense is just average they're probably a playoff lock as long as the defense is average i expect them to be at least average nope i don't think they're a lock i think that's fucking ridiculous to say i'm saying if the defense plays at least an average level because i expect the offense to be top five i think one makes it from the afc north i think it it could be the Bengals. i'm not saying it can't be but it's all dependent on how the ravens play i think one makes it from there i think everyone's a division making it i think two or three making it from the west I think one's making it from the south, and I think well, how much do we have left? You have either two or three. We have two left, or two, two, two or three. Let you me just say this: I'd, I'd take two in the AFC East over two in the AFC uh, North. I would not at all. I just, I just would. It's personal, just because I just would. I, and I'm not saying Dolphins, like Patriots, could do it, but like I'm just saying, I would. No, the AFC North is definitely gonna have two teams. 
Okay. It, we can make a friendly it, bet. You could mark this. I'd say Ace North definitely has two. Let's move on to another Ace North team, which, it, I mean, it's hard to rank them uh, with the power rankings um, because you don't know what's happening with uh, the QB there in Cleveland. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it looks like it's going to be at the absolute minimum eight games. I probably expect more than twelve game, more like a twelve game suspension, but it could even be a full year. Um, we really have no idea. It should be a full year, but he's going to fucking sue the NFL. If it's a full year. I, I, I don't know. I mean, Calvin Ridley got a suspension for a full year for betting on a game he wasn't even playing. Yeah, I don't and, fucking know. But, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I'm not going to touch too much on that subject. But I'm going to think of it as if Brissett's playing half the year, uh, starting half the year is how I'm going to think of it. And, I mean, the Browns, I mean, they were they, they didn't make the playoffs. I mean, they will get an upgrade in QB if Watson is playing. Like, let's say that. Uh, they will definitely get an upgrade at QB. It's just hard to really rank them without knowing their full situation at the quarterback because, I mean – Brissett, I mean, he's a as a backup, he's a solid backup, but you don't want him playing for too long because he is going to make mistakes. He's going to hold on to the ball too long, but he's a serviceable guy as a backup. Um, I, I'd like to change my pick. Uh, let's hear. It. Just I, I want to put Browns down to three. You want to oh, put so, bang, Bengals to? I just I so so, so so wait wait you want to go Ravens, Bengals. Brown Steelers, my yeah. exact rankings. That you yeah, and I know, I know. But the re- the re- the reason why I'm thinking that is because you said oh. reset like he's a decent backup, and I'm sorry, he's not. He's so fucking bad, dude. And I'm thinking about it. Oh, but wait, because I know they have one. They 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 usually do have one of the best rosters on paper. Well, yeah, you're gonna have Brissett throwing a. Oh wait, he's gone. Oh wait, he's gone. Amari Cooper. I mean, fuck David Bell. I mean, fuck Donovan Peoples Jones. Bell is Jarvis Landry 2.0. Shut up. He is no, he's not. I mean, he's not, he's not. But he's Jarvis Landry 2.0. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll see that in two years when he's probably not. All right. No, you know, I'm not gonna say that. No, he's not. And and especially with Jacoby Brissett, I promise he's not. Okay. He I mean, that's a perfect receiver for Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, the Browns might be bad, dude. Fucking Brissett sucks. I can't believe I wanted I, to watch the Jacoby Brissett game last year, and I, I wanted to cry. You were at that game as well. It was fucking terrible. Hey, I've I've seen Jacoby Brissett play two full seasons as starting quarterback. Yeah, I know. And look where you are right now. Well, I mean, he, he had seven or eight wins with Brissett at QB. <laughs> I know. Yeah, seven or eight wins. You're celebrating that? That's fucking disgusting. The, the Colts beat the Chiefs year that won the Super Bowl with Brissett at QB. That's crazy. Yeah, I do remember but, that. Um, but I mean, Brissett is a capable backup QB. He he's a capable backup QB. You don't want him as your starter, but as backup, it's all right. I mean, he's going to have probably the not probably the best running back duo in the NFL, and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, two absolute studs in the backfield behind probably the best duo line in the NFL. I mean, you got absolute studs and uh, and Joe Antonio and Wyatt Taylor. Uh, I know Conklin's on the PP list. I don't know if he's dealing with any serious injury. Uh, Judge Wills is a good tackle. Um, and who they got? They got Nick Harris at center. I don't know who the fuck is starting at center. I know they cut Treader, but I, I just, I, yeah, they're going to be running. They're, they're going to be running the fuck out of that ball until Watson's on the field. Yeah, I mean, they ran the hell out of the ball last year, you know? 
I mean, they they had the uh, what the top a top five running attack last year at least. Um, and the defense, you know, I wasn't crazy about the defense coming into the season, but they played pretty well last year. Obviously, they have one of the best defense players in the entire league, Miles Garrett. Um, he's next to Javon Clowney, who came back for another year. Um, who's in the interior? They got um, Taven Bryan. Taven Bryan from Jacksonville. He's fucking terrible, but he's there. Uh, uh, Anthony Walker's front seven. Uh, who else is front seven there? Oh, yeah, that's that's how I was thinking about. It. I'm like, yo, because like last year, you're thinking about it. they had like one of the best rosters on paper. It was just fun. They would put money everywhere. But now I'm thinking about it. There's a lot of fucking like, eh, and that well, team. They, they also got Jock Jeremiah with Sukirmo, who I think he's going to have a really damn good second year. Thought he was kind of underrated last year as a rookie. I think he's going to take it to another level next year. And in the secondary, they got Denzel Ward, one of the best corners in the NFL. Uh, Greg Newsom. Got, yeah, Greg Newsom. Uh, Greedy Williams, has he really played too much? I've, I've yeah, really... when, he, when he is playing, he's very bad, I've heard. Yeah, I mean, I I was very excited for him coming into his career. I mean, he was drafted like two, three years ago. I just don't really remember too much from Greedy Williams so far. No, he has not career. done a shit. Well, the first year he missed. Well, I know he was hurt. He missed yeah. the whole year first year. Yeah, and then, I mean, he was so hyped out of college. Everybody thought he was a hundred percent top fifteen pick. Fell to the second round. Mm-hmm. Like there was a reason for that. And then at the safety, they got John Johnson Jr. or John Johnson the third. Yeah, and then they got shut the fuck up. And they got Grant Delpit, um, who's finally gonna have. Seems like he's finally gonna have a fully healthy year. Yeah, hopefully for his sake. I mean, they also got Ronnie Harris as backup, who has had some flashes. He's not the best, but he's had some flashes throughout his career. Is that his um, second stint with the team? I think so. I think I think he's been with Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I could have sworn he was too. That's why I, was, I know he was with Jacksonville. I know he got drafted there, but I could have sworn he was with Cleveland before. Uh, so I mentioned they have former last chance you star Dakota Allen as well. Uh, just throwing that out there. But um, I mean the defense, it'll, it'll be a good group. Uh, if they do suffer some injuries, so they don't really have the best depth behind them. Um, but overall, it's a solid group. Of some guys that have the ability to take the next step forward. You know what Miles Garrett's going to be. He's going to be an absolute menace out there. Uh, Jock, I think, take a big step. That's a war just locked down on his side. Uh, Newsom and Creedy Williams, I mean, they have potential, right? They have potential. Newsom, I mean, Newsom was good last year. He was he was good last year. He's solid. All right. But, um, yeah, I mean, the defense overall will be a good unit. Uh, I don't know if he can really carry their offense if um, if sets the starter for the entire year, potentially. But um, but they have some talent. On Let me make this very clear. He won't be a starter for a full year. There. NFL is going to find some fucking way to get Deshaun Watson in the game. It, it's not going to be the full year, even though it should be. Let me make that very fucking the clear. The NFL wants the full year. The NFL is what's pushing for the full year. The NFL PA is pushing for the No, I know. But I'm just saying they're going to find a way. His lawyers are going to find some fucking way just not to make that happen. And it's bullshit. Connor, if Ridley's getting suspended a full year, he should be. That's what everybody's thinking. But everybody's thinking that except for Browns fans. Well, but, you gotta also think of this way: the NFL's already quote unquote considering Watson to have been suspended for a year. So this is almost gonna be like if he's suspended for eight games, it's gonna be like one and a half years. That that's what they're gonna be pushing. He should be suspended. Uh, can I say this indefinitely? That's what I think. He's just. I. I that's what I, I think. That's this person. I would not disagree with you on that. Thank you. Well, um, let me say this though: if he is playing though. David Njoku is going to fucking break out. He doesn't have Austin Hooper holding him back now. He's looked way better th- uh, last year than he has in the year uh, years past. He could be a stud watch. Watch for him. 
They paid him for no reason, kind of. He hasn't proved that he's worth the $11 million they're paying him a year. Uh, and they basically used Austin Hooper's money to do that. But I think if, if Deshaun Watson's playing, better watch for David and Joker this year. Yeah, I mean, they got some weapons, not really a lot of depth behind them. But if Watson is playing, I mean, Chubb and Hunt, like we've already mentioned, and Joku, Harrison Bryant, I mean, decent FAU alumni. Um, I go to FAU, if you guys don't know. Um, Then you you got Mark Cooper. I like David Bell. Uh, Like I said, he is a Jarvis Landry, uh, like legit uh, replacement. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones had some flashes. They got the knockout star himself and Javon Wims. Um, you know, a man's always looking for a fight. Not always, but, you know, he's had to punch someone with a helmet for some reason. Is that the guy that uh, was on the Bears? Yeah. He's the guy who punched uh, Chauncey. Yeah. yeah. Chauncey Herbert, 100%. Guy's a dickhead, but he's so good. Yeah. And I mean, they got Anthony Schwartz back there, Speedster. Maybe he's got some potential in him with Watson. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got, they, I mean, they got a great team on paper. It just really depends a lot on uh, if Watson's playing or not. It depends on Watson. That's the main thing, but it also depends on health because their tackles last year just could not stay on the field at all. Uh, and, and it sucks for Garrett because I know you're putting Clowney around him, but that guy is getting double teamed left and right. There's nothing else to do. You, it's t- you, no offensive line is going into a game against the Browns and saying, all right, we're going to put left tackle on Garrett, and then we're going to put you guys on Taven Bryan. It's just not happening. No. They need they need somebody next to Garrett that's dominant. Clowney's on the other side, or even on his side, doesn't matter. He's not who he was with the Texans. They need to give Garrett some fucking help, and it's it, I, they're wasting his career. That guy should be a sack leader every single year. I mean, Clowney had a decent year last year. I mean, he's never lived up to the hype that he had coming out of college. But I mean, he's overall, I mean, not living up to his hype. He's always been a decent player, no matter where he's been. Oh, even I disagree with you on decent. that. Clowney on the Texans was a little different, buddy. He was good, but he, he was very also good. wasn't that, as good as his hype. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like his hype was number one player in the NFL, but like he, he, he was, was never good. really close to that. He was great. He was he was never a great pass rusher. He still releasing really the great pass rusher. He's mm. he's always been a great run run stuffer. He was great on the Texans for a season or two. He was he, great. He's had some good years, but he's never been an elite pass rusher. No, I agree with you on that. But he was he was there. He wasn't make make it very clear. He was not no bust. Don't get me wrong. No, not a bust. Let, let me make it very clear. Uh, who is the fucking GM? He Bill also O'Brien. Got injuries, though. Uh, yeah. To begin his career. But Bill O'Brien made that guy quote unquote bust for the Texans. What they got back it, for it, him it, was it, fucking ridiculous. And also, just a quick question for being number one overall pick as an edge rusher, how many seasons in his career do you think Steven Klein's had 10 sacks or more? I mean, he's never he's he's never had those full seasons with the Texans. He was always hurt. So I, I, I probably I know he had one with the Seahawks. Two. Yes, he, he hasn't had any in his career. Really? How many nine and a halves? He's had a couple of nines. Okay, but um, <laughs> but still, if you're the number one overall pick, no, I agree. I, with you. you know, I mean, he's just never been an elite pass rusher. No, no, but I was so hyped for him. I remember when he got drafted to the Texans, it was like, holy fuck. We're going to get Jadavion Clowney and J.J. Watt on the same line, and just none of them could stay healthy. But they were so good once they were they were healthy. Yeah. Hey, let's move on to the last team, the AFC North. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers, who, I mean, we probably both have them last because of the QB situation. I mm-hmm. mean, 
it's Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. I mean, I wasn't really high on any of the QBs in this draft. I mean, so I'm not really that high on Kenny Pickett. I expect Mitchell Trubisky to be the starter, at least to begin the year. If they aren't doing good, yeah, Pickett will probably come in. But I expect Trubisky to win starting job. Um, and I mean, skill-wise, I mean, they have some decent guys out there. Najee Harris, he's decent running back. I mean, he had a good year last year. I think people that pitched the fantasy world probably think he's better than he really was. Um, but receiver-wise, Dr. Johnson's a great receiver. Chase Claypool, I think, will has the potential to be better than he was. Um, and and I've heard some really good – I've heard some really good things from George Pickens so far the one or two days of training camp. I've uh, heard he's been absolutely killing it. I personally like Calvin Austin coming out of the draft. And they got Pat Fryermuth. I mean, it, the thing is with the Steel, the reason why I didn't like Steelers is first of all, yeah, that quarterback situation, but their defense besides Cam Hayward and TJ Watt, which don't get me wrong, are two very top end, high end players, is very spaced out, not very good. Minka's okay. I was about to say, don't disrespect Minka. I'm not gonna just. Dis- we drafted him. I know what Minka is. He's a fucking stud. But you got corners with Akilo Willerspoon. Um, and I, I could not tell you who was across from him, number well, 20. They, they got Levi Wallace. Um, they got Cameron Sutton. Terrible. And then they got their strong safety is mediocre at best. They're, they're, oh, they also signed the uh, Huh? They didn't even want to sign Edmonds. Yeah, but they, they got um, Kazi, though, who's had some decent years. Casey, uh, yeah. Yeah, Demonte Casey. He was, I don't remember too much from him with Dallas last year, but I know he had a really good year two years ago with the Falcons. He had a very good rookie year. He had a very good, like, few first years with the Falcons and then just kind of I, fell his off. Contra- his contract with the Falcons, he had, like, seven or eight interceptions. He, he was pretty he was good. amazing. He got drafted there. He was great there. But mm-hmm. it's – it's dude, that Steelers team is so – like, I hate to say it, but they're, they're bad. Like, Devin Bush is not what we thought Devin Bush was going to be. TJ Watts, TJ Watt. There's, you, got, you got your three bright spots there, but it's so spacey. And last year was weird because they were one of the top defenses in the, the first few weeks. But, like, I really do think the Steelers are, are – first of all, let me say this. I think the Steelers are bad. And second of all, I think the Steelers fans are – I'm sorry to say this. I have a lot of Steelers friends, but they're, par- they're like, fucking insane. They think they're winning every game. There's, there's fans that are going into, like, softball events with the new Steelers and making them solemnly swear that they're going to be putting their heart on line for Steeler Nation. Like, it's the cringiest shit ever. Uh, it, I really just – and they think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Like, there's this, there's this guy, I don't know his name on TikTok. He's a, he, he does the podcast with uh, – do you know what I'm talking about? White uh, guy with glasses. He, he does the podcast with that ex-Steeler um, ex, player. I'm not, not drawn. Oh, dude, he thinks – like, he picked the Chief, he picked them to beat the Chiefs last year in the playoffs. And that's – like, that's not just him. I have The friends I have that are Steelers fans think the same way. Like, it's just – it's just not – it's not their year. They have to realize that. I think Pickett is going to be very good, but they're not going to – they're going to be fourth in that division, if not maybe third because of their uh, – because of Tomlin. But I really don't like their team. It's so – it's so everywhere, and that O-line is just god-awful. Yeah, that's the weird thing with Steelers because Tomlin is a really good head coach. That does yeah. feel weird or wrong to have them last. But, I mean, let, let's face it. They got rookie QB, and mm-hmm. even the big thing that wasn't great last year, that was kind of the strength of their team, their passing offense, because their rushing game was one of the worst in the NFL overall. They were, I think, third-worst team rushing yards per game. Uh, they were dead last in stopping the run last year. Um, and, I mean, their pass defense was average. Their pass offense was average. 
Tomlin was kind of the coaching them was kind of the reason why they made the playoffs. Yep. And also, I mean, a bit of a softer schedule, I believe. I don't remember the schedule. It was soft. My head. It was soft. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that, I mean, you take away Big Ben. I mean, he wasn't great last year at all. But I mean, he also has the experience. He knows what he's doing out there. You're putting out either Pickett or Trubisky, who doesn't have the best resumes, you know? I mean, once a rookie, who doesn't have a resume? Trubisky. I mean, to, to his credit, has led the Bears to the playoffs once or twice, even though no one thinks he's great. Don't say led. He was the starting QB for a team that made Thank the playoffs. You. Thank you. But, I mean, I, I don't have much expectations for the Steelers this year, which I don't think is a bad thing if they aren't great because, I mean, they got some younger guys out here who can develop. I'll tell you what. They, I, they had two free agent signings that I loved. I think Brian Flores with Miles Jack is going to be something special. And then I think – uh, James Daniels was also a very solid signing, but they, they, they're just, like I said, just gaps everywhere. That cornerback group is fucking horrendous. Akilah Witherspoon's solid, but He's Levi solid. Wallace, I've watched that man for three years. That guy is so fucking ass. I don't you care. know. Their past defense last year, though, was good. I mean, some of it has to do with, yeah, TJ Watt, you know, coming off the edge was going to scare. Cam Hayward, QB. Blockers. yeah, Cam Hayward, and I mean they signed their Inga Joby. Let's see what he can do. Um, and I think Tyson Alalu is decent, uh, a decent run, guy. Also, who knows? Demarvin Leal could be. He was projected to be a first round pick, then he fell to the third round. Um, but I mean, their their pass defense was ranked top ten statistically in the NFL last year. So I mean, if they can find a way to stop the run, you know, um, I mean the defense maybe could could help them out on offense you know what their qb deficiencies yeah and i i think they just they're just there's no tackles on that team i mean you can't please and i i beg the steelers not to do this i mean i don't care about the steelers i'm a dolphins fan but don't put kenny pickett out there with okafor and who's their other tackle you yeah, can't name them okafor i know they signed to a big extension i mean he was mediocre at best uh, stat wise at least i'm not going to say he was mediocre i i didn't watch steelers games last year they're just not a great team. They shouldn't have made the playoffs. The schedule is weak. They beat the fucking Bears, who were probably the – we'll get to them later, but they're the worst team in the league most likely. And because Casillas Marsh wanted to assault a rap, like that's the only reason why they won that game. Like they're just like – they're they're not there. They're getting the right pieces though, and I think Flores is going to help that team with the linebackers and Devin Bush's development. But they're just they're, – there's gaps everywhere, and they need to upgrade that DB, DB group. That's yeah. the main hole for me. The, the DBs and the offensive tackles is the main holes. Yeah, I mean, the offensive group's atrocious. The O-line wasn't very good, which is the reason why the run game wasn't very good last year. Uh, Najee Harris produced a lot on a lot of touches. Um, but, I mean, Najee is very talented. I hope that he uh, he can take a big step forward this year because he is very talented. He's going to be ridiculous. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up halfback one in fantasy. In fantasy, sure. I, I wouldn't. I don't think he'll, he'll be in Oh, he won't. Uh, no, he will. He'll be, he could be halfback one in fantasy and still won't be better than Jonathan Taylor. I'm just saying. He I, could be I'm not even saying Jonathan Taylor. But I'm just saying in general. Like, I mean, no, he was Taylor, the top three running back last year, uh, I think, in fantasy. I think he's probably behind Eckler and Jonathan Taylor, but he's not no top three running back in the NFL right now. I think he could be. I, I, I'm not saying he is right now. I agree with you, but I think this year he could be. I think it's going to be all on him. That offense is not the best. I think it's going to be a lot. Najee, wait and see, man. If they give him 20 targets like they did last year in that one game. <laughs> He, he could do his thing. Yep. 
now let's move on to the NSC. Uh, what is your NSC North predictions? All right. So, and this is going to shock you. And I don't, I'm not doing this for controversy. I really believe this. Okay. First place in the NFC North, Detroit Lions. Not as fuck with you. <laughs> Number one, we got Green Bay Packers. I'm going consensus on this. Two Vikings, three Lions, and four the Chicago Bears. I think the Chicago Bears are going to be the worst team in the NFL. All right. I'm going to say this list just to be different. Just to be different. Well, don't do uh, that. If you have something written already, you've been studying this shit I, all day. You're going to go gonna Lions say, too? I'm going to say this to be different. I have the Green Packers at one. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and put the Lions at two. Okay. Vikings at three. And Bears at four. I'm going to do it to be different. I, it's a safe thing to say the Vikings at two, which I do like the Vikings. I, I just like them because of the. I just like them of the head coach signing. I love the head coach signing. Here, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to that later. We'll, but we'll get I, to I them later. But yeah, I, I'm gonna be a little different with that. I'm gonna be a little different with that. I'm, I don't like having the same list as you. No, I agree. But, I feel that. I was thinking about going lines too. I don't, I don't hate. I love the Lions roster. They're doing something good down there. But I, I just I love that Vikings hiring. Yeah, so let's go ahead and start with the Packers. And I mean. I feel like a lot of people probably would have locked them in at one. I wouldn't necessarily put them as a lock at one. Now, not saying the Lions would win the division. I'd probably say the Vikings win the division if that's the case. But, I mean, the Packers obviously have the back-to-back MVP in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, a stacked running back group. We just said the Browns have the best. Packers might have second best. I mean, Aaron Jones, I think, is going to have a great year this year. I mean, with Dylan Quads, a.k.a. Mr. Truck Your Mascot. Uh, is it the same thing, Quadzilla? Quadzilla. I mean, you are gonna take that? Yeah, he's but he's bigger than Saquon. That sounds so gay. He he's got bigger quads than Saquon Barkley. But let but not, let me say this though: the reason why they're number one the the in the NFC North is not because of that offense. They're fucking Aaron Rodgers over. We've known this. That defense is all around fucking Stacked. amazing. Let me get into it. Devondre Campbell, middle linebacker. Quay Walker is going to be a fucking problem, okay? There's a reason why he went in the first round late. You got Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt as DTs. You got uh, Preston Smith and who's the other edge rusher? They have another decent one. Rashawn Gary? Rashawn Gary, who had a fucking breakout year last year. Savage and Amos at the safeties. And then fucking Stokes, who's going to be a fucking stud. Oh, yeah, who else? Am I missing someone? Am I missing someone? Last year. Am I, am I missing someone at cornerback one? Yeah, I mean, they, they were missing him last year, but Mr. Uh, guy out of Louisville. Johnny Alexander. They're so fucking good on defense, oh, bro. Hey, let's not forget, Russell Douglas had a great year last year as well for the Packers. He did. He yeah, and really Stokes is probably going to play nickel, to be honest. Well, I'd, put, I'd put Douglas at nickel because he's a, he's a better tackler. But And I think Stokes, his his roof's high. But you're, 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 you're listing this defense, and you're like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers has got no fucking weapons. You'll see tomorrow on TikTok. But Aaron Rodgers is still the MVP. Back-to-back back MVP. A back MVP. And you have that fucking defense? Like, it, they're going to be a fucking problem. And, and, and don't get me wrong. It's, 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 and this is why I'm saying it's a lock that they're number one. If Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, they're a lock at number one because that division is so fucking weak still. It's not going to be in a few years. But they're so weak. They have one of the best defenses in the league on paper. Let me say that. And two-time MVP back-to-back, Aaron Rodgers. Like, what? What are you going to stop? What team in that division is going to stop them? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, I mean, they should be their one team because, like you said, defense is absolutely crazy. 
and you have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, their receivers aren't good. They, they, they're flat out not good. They're not. But you got Aaron Rodgers, you know? I mean, <laughs> they, they lost Devontae Adams, who I believe is the best receiver in the NFL. Um, he asked out. He didn't want to stay. They traded him. I mean, it is what it is. And they lost Marquez valdez to the uh, to the Chiefs, you know. So Alan Lazard is basically the number one receiver. Um, Christian Watson, who I, I think has got potential, but he's got brick hands. And he's on the PUP list. Just finding this out, and he's on the PUP list, but they have Randall Cobb, a.k.a. Old Reliable there. Yep, they, they got, got Sammy Watkins, who's on the NI, uh, NFI list. The they just re-signed list. Jordy Nelson. Um, I'm just fucking with you. I was about to say, I don't know who you're trying to go to with that. Um, but nah, they have Ryan Rogers, who I think could play a little uh, small role for them. Um, no, Romeo Dobbs, uh, they drafted out of Nevada, I believe. Nevada, yeah. um, so, I mean. What's well, his name? Uh, Carson Strong is the main man, Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, so, I mean, they got like six wide receiver fours. Uh, Alan Lazar, I'll give a little more credit than that. But um, <laughs> and we don't know who Chris Watt's going to be. But, um can break out, even though I'm not taking him in fantasy. He he could be something this year. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Um, they got Robert Tanya, uh potentially back from injury. He's on the PUP list, so I don't know when he's going to officially come back. Um, they brought Mercedes Lewis back. Um, but they're planning to rely a lot on their running backs this year. I think Aaron Jones is going to take – I think he's going to line up at receiver a lot this year, what they do yeah. on the back. I mean, last year with Devontae Adams missed time, I mean, as a fantasy purpose, he was ridiculous, Aaron Jones. Um, so I just think he's going to be able to produce a lot as maybe a slot receiver, just two running back set. I think he's going to get a lot of pass catching uh, attempts, which is going to help the Packers. And also, if you don't spray the receiver himself as a running back. So having yeah. those two and the tight end, Robert Tunyon, out there, then you just get two receivers out there with Alan Lazard and Christian Watson or Lazard and Watkins or three wide receiver sets. You'll put Cobb in the slot, you know. And I would be surprised if they try to make a trade or sign somebody else. Though they try to get Julio, um, imagine so, imagine this team with Devontae. I mean, we'll probably be saying, are they the favorites for the NFC? Possibly. Um, I don't know NFC is so weird. It's them yeah. and the Buccaneers, man. And the Buccaneers already start. I'm whoa, knock on wood. Whoa, whoa, the Rams, the defending champs. Who the fuck are the Rams? No, I'm kidding. But that's obvious, though. I'm just saying the NFC is very weak. Like yeah. it's it, it's almost like we know who's making the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? The AFC, anything could happen. Anything. Like, everybody's expecting four teams to make it from the AFC West, but it's just not going to happen. Shit's yeah. going well, to fall for the first few weeks. Yeah, and obviously, injuries are always going to happen. That yep. will kind of take place. Like, like it's Ravens last year, for example. But but I'll tell you what. The, the, the only thing they need to work on is that receiver group. That's obvious. And, I mean, their O-line is not the best. They got Elgin Jenkins, who's very good. Bakhtiari, Josh Myers is very good center. Um, but if I'm the Packers, I heard a bunch of rumors they're putting Jenkins at right tackle, mm-hmm. um, which they shouldn't. I'm sorry. He's a very good player, but he's best at left guard. If I'm the Packers, I'm solidifying that left side, making sure that Aaron Rodgers' blind side is protected no matter what. But just I mean, solidify the left side. That's what he's best at. Keep him there. Yeah, I mean, Bakhtiari and Jenkins both on the PUP list, so I don't know what their injury no. status is looking like. They need to be healthy. They need to be healthy. I heard Bakhtiari's might be worse than everybody thinks. Hopefully, I don't know how. I don't know how. Like, he hasn't been playing, so how the fuck is he getting hurt? Yeah, I mean. He's getting hurt sitting courtside at fucking Bucks games. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and then 
Let's go ahead and move on. We'll move on to the Vikings. You had them at two. Um, let me, let me talk about the Vikings. You always started off. Yeah. That's what's what yours? I thought. Shut the fuck up. Let's go. All right. So let's talk about the Vikings now. <laughs> uh, right, go ahead. Go ahead. You got Kevin O'Connell. That's the main piece this year. And, it, and it's it's not even like I love the Vikings, but it's almost like it's consensus that they're going to be two. Lions are coming up and coming, but I don't trust Jared Goff enough. But Fair. they got Justin Jefferson. Wide receiver number one in my book. Just I just think he is. Okay. But Devontae Adams, let me take that back. Devontae no, no, Adams. Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, then Cooper Cup. Don't fucking care. Don't care. This is my opinion. Okay. Justin Jefferson. You got Thielen, who's one of the best route runners. Cousins, who just slings that bitch, doesn't care about his interception to touchdown ratio. He doesn't care. That's why if you want to receive him in fantasy, you go Vikings because he doesn't care. They have Osborne who broke out last year. Irv Smith. Knock on wood, should be healthy, uh, and that O line is very solid. Not to mention they have a top five running back in Dalvin Cook and a very, uh, very usable backup in Alexander Madison. Like that wording. Yeah, and but O'Connell with this offense sounds fun. I think it sounds very fun, and uh, I, I think their main thing is offense. Obviously, the defense has their flashes of people. They have Eric Kendricks. Um, but besides that, Pat Pete's kind of washed. Dantzler was good in his first few years. He wasn't great last year. And uh, Harrison Smith is kind of washed. They're getting old on the defensive side, but that offense is very much up there. They're going to be on the top five highest, highest scorings offenses in the league, I think, because of their defense being so bad. I don't think the offense is going to be that good. I think you're kind of disrespecting their defense a little. You're disrespecting Harrison Smith a little, but he's still a good safety. He's not washed. Shut the fuck up. No name? No, no, no. I'm not saying Harrison Smith is bad, but he's not Harrison Smith from Harrison Smith. He's not. He's not no elite. He doesn't move around that field anymore like that. But he's still a good safety. And you pair him with the first round pick, Louis Sign from Georgia, who's good safety. Yeah, my bad. You're right. Um, I forgot about him. They drafted two corners. They drafted Andrew Booth out of Clemson. And they got a Caleb Evans uh, who went to, was it uh, it M school, I think. Was it Maryland? Uh, I don't know where uh, Tennessee. I don't know. That was, that was Alante Taylor. No, uh, Caleb Evans. I think he went to Maryland. I'm not sure. Um, it doesn't matter. Missouri. Missouri. That's what it was. Missouri. Missouri. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, two safeties. Actually, I like Andrew Booth. I think it's a great zone, zone uh, corner. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, Pappy. I mean, I think uh, he wasn't good last year, but I think he was better than some people might give him credit for. I mean, defense overall last year was bad. But Daniel Hunter's coming back. He didn't play a lot last year. Uh, they signed, like you mentioned earlier, Darius Smith. So, I mean, that edge rushing group has potential uh, if Daniel Hunter can stay healthy and Darius Smith can produce how we think he can produce. Or that's how I think they can produce. Darius Smith is going to be fucking fine. I mean, there's no stopping that, man. Yeah. And he also dealt with his fair share injuries last year also. No. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, um, they got Dama Thompson in the middle. Here's a Phillips in the middle. All right. Um and then they yeah, got uh, Eric Kendricks that got Jordan Hicks to save at, at linebacker. I mean, so they, I mean, had a, they had a breakout last year. What's his number ninety eight? Weird last name. Oh, Woodard, some shit like that. Uh, he was very good. He had like nine and a half sacks, ten and a half sacks. But yeah, I mean, they, they're definitely trying to make improvements on the defense. It did add Dalvin guys. Want to see if uh, what you say? Dalvin Tomlinson, correct? Yeah, I mentioned him earlier. Yeah, okay. he he's there. Uh, and then you're talking about DJ Warnham. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the defense, I don't say it's to be great, but, I mean, they were 
of that stat right here. They defensively last year they were the third worst defense yardage wise in the NFL last year. So they they were pretty bad. And I mean, yeah, the offense. I mean, they got Justin Jefferson there. Who I mean, I think it's the third best receiver in the NFL. I do. Um, he's an absolute stud. Um, Dalvin Cook, absolute stud. Alexander Madison, I like the way that you put it. I like the way you put it. He is a usable Very running back. Yes. But I do think fantasies make people um, overrate him but as an actual player himself. Well, I just think it's um, a very, I think I just think it's a very easy offense to run in because if you think yeah. about it, you have three. They always have three fucking Pro Bowl caliber receivers. Or, let me not say three, two, and then one very usable Osborne. Let me just say that. But it, it makes the run game so fucking easy. Like it, they you hand it off. Oh fuck, we're gonna stop him now? No, because you have to guard Adam Thielen, who's always creating separation, and Justin Jefferson, who's just fucking stud, flat out elite. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, the offense should be good. Um, Kirk Cousins, you know, he's he is what he is. You know, he's not going to necessarily uh, he's not he's not elite, but he's like a little below that, right? I mean, he's a very solid QB. He's going to win you games. Don't know if he's going to win you games when it really matters, um, but he's going to get you into his spot. Expect him to make the playoffs this year. Um, well, at least compete for the playoffs. I don't put him at third. I don't yeah. know how to truly believe that, but I mean, I do think they're going to be a lot better this year than they were last year. Because they didn't make the playoffs last year, right? I don't, no, they, they didn't. They, they, there are a few games out, but we have to remember that NFC was way better. It was way better. It was. It was. But let me let me say this though. I, I wrote this comparison earlier when I was studying for the teams. You know what Kirk Cousins really reminds me of? A, a better arm, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Better <laughs> arm, just, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He just doesn't give a fuck. He'll just sling that bitch. He does not care. That's why these receivers that are on these players' teams just fucking pick them up. Because even if they're not scoring touchdowns, they're going to be getting targets out the ass. I mean, they're getting a lot of targets, but it's not like Kirk Cousins is like reckless with the ball. Like, Ryan Fitzpatrick is reckless. reckless. I'm not going to lie, dude. I don't know if it's per se reckless, but I think it's it, more. He's never been. He's never like, turned the ball over at a high rate. He's never ever done that. Yeah, but he just slings I, it. He just, he just, he just slings it. He, even if it's a 50 50 ball, he takes it. He takes his receivers, which is a good trait. We'll take chances, but but like the way you're saying that, like, Ryan Patrick, he was reckless with the ball. I mean, yes. Kirk Cousins, I mean, the past three seasons, I mean, I just pulled it up, had seven interceptions last year, 13 the year before, 60 the year before that. I mean, he's he's good with uh, keeping the ball, which is which is what you need to do. I mean, uh, like there's a difference between being reckless and taking chances, but um, yeah, it is. I mean, he's been it. he's been good at finding a way to take care of the ball. He got an extension this year, didn't he? I think so. One year, right? Like just another year added on. I believe so. Because there was obviously those trade rumors kind of at the end of the season that he might get traded. I think he signed his extension. Yeah, I think he signed a one year extension on top of everything, but he's very viable. I heard some shit that the GM doesn't like Kirk Cousins. I mean, I don't think it's a guy you go in a Super Bowl with. I think he's more, he, he's, he's top 15. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, he was really damn good last year. He's on the same level as Derek Carr with me. It's fair. Yeah, and next up the Lions, and I'm just I'm just excited to see the Lions play this year. Like especially once James Williams gets back, I don't know what's happening. I know he's in the NFI list. I don't know his timetable for coming back. He obviously suffered ACL injury late uh, in the year last year. Championship. In the, yeah, which was early January. Um, but I mean, take Jerry Goff out of, out of the question for a second. DeAndre Swift. You can't got do that. Raw, no, 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 no. I'm just talking about the offense right now. I mean, they got okay. one of the best O lines in the NFL. Top ten group for sure. Top, top three. Five. Top three. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's O-line stacked. It's basically what I'm just trying to say. Yeah. You got DeAndre Swift in backfield. Uh, Jamal Williams, good backup. Craig Reynolds also had some solid games last year. But um, they got Amon Ross St. Brown, stud. Um, DJ Chark and that James Williams to that. Like, I think I already mentioned TJ Hawkinson. Like Josh Reynolds, who's also very solid. Uh, Craig Reynolds, I already mentioned him. Oh, wait, you're talking about Josh Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. yeah Josh Reynolds. Yeah. And then they have Cleef Raymond and Quentin Cephas, who, by the way, did you see that catch Cephas made today? Or yesterday? Know. I did not. One of those over the top, over uh, mm-hmm. what's number 24's name? Owen Ibanam, some shit like that. He's a very good player last year. Like oh, Mani Roy. Yeah, fit right over his fucking head. It was dirty. Yeah, but I mean, that offense right there, I mean, who knows? I mean, Jared Goff's had a, some decent years before. Obviously, he, I mean, he made the Super Bowl before, you know? I mean, but it wasn't due to him. But right, good, I mean, I'm about to say, he had a top two running back. He had fucking Aaron Donald. I mean, Todd really was the best running back that year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, he was. But I'm just saying. I mean, that. but it's still the fact that he was starting quarterback on a team that did make it to the Super Bowl. Um, so, I mean, and I'm saying that, that, like, this team has talent on offense that he could lead them to a potential playoff berth. I mean, the NFC is weak enough that the Lions could make it. Dan Campbell, I mean, he has some question marks as a head coach, but he is, I mean, no doubt in my mind that players do want to play for Dan Campbell, which I do think matters, especially for a young team. It, it does matter, but I don't think Dan Campbell is per se a Super Bowl winning coach. I think he's I don't great. Say that. Yeah, I, he's, he's, I don't think he's the best uh, IQ-wise. <laughs> But I think he's definitely for the players. The players want to go out there and win games for him. There's no doubt about that. You saw the fucking game when he touched on against the Vikings, hugging Campbell. Like, yeah, I think that's important for a young team. I do. He's yeah, definitely. He's the perfect fit for them right now. But when when it's time for them, once they get that quarterback and it's time for them to win, it, he won't be the guy. Absolutely. Just to, I'll put that as politely as I possibly can. I love Dan Campbell, but he's just not gonna. He's not gonna be the IQ guy that that. Uh, watches film the night before and realizes something and switches it up and wins a game for you. He's just not that. And then, I mean, defensively, I mean, they dropped Aiden Hutchinson, the second overall pick. They got the Aquara brothers up there on the edge. They got Michael Brockers on the inside. They also got Charles Harris, who had a decent year a uh, year or two ago. So, I know you don't like him. Because- no, 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 I'm cool with it. I just, I just fucking hate how he's, like, decent, though. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I said earlier, Dolphins cut good players. But, um, but anyways... Um, they have Alex Azaloni at uh, the linebacker. I actually like Malcolm Rodriguez last year. The pitcher was an All-American Oklahoma State. Um, they dropped in the sixth round. I think he's worth the flyer. I think he has potential. They have my sleeper, too. I don't know if you remember. They have my sleeper at linebacker this year for them. Um, I don't. Barnes. Oh, I, I was thinking you are talking about like an undrafted guy. No, but, um, Derek Barnes. He's, he's going to be fucking solid. And then, I mean, secondary, I mean, uh, we, you kind of mentioned Amani Orwari. He had a really good year last year. I think he got paid this offseason. Uh, he did. Rightfully so. Um, they hopefully, hopefully Jeff Good can live up to his life. If he, I can, really hope can, he does. Dude, that guy was so fucking fun to watch in college. He was. So I really hope he can bounce back. I know he's been hurt some, um, and he also just hasn't really been great. But I mean, what's it called? He first year he played, and then last year he was injured, right? Um, Final year. I I I, I kind of want to say he was injured both years. But I mean, these—I mean, corners—they—they they tend to struggle as rookie. That's just the thing that um, that, that's, that's not necessarily true. Not it depends corners, what corner you're talking it, about. Jalen Ramsey comes in and fucking owns the league. Some corners were good. I mean, there's a word was also good. Uh, his first year, let's see. Um, last year he played. He might have played like one snap almost. It says he played one game. Uh, Okuda last year. Um, yeah. What, what's the year before that? I think he was hurt that year. No, too. I, I don't think I, it was the whole year, but he he played nine games last year. 
Okay. But um, oh, the year before, I mean. But um, yeah, I mean, so, but I'm saying a corner of all positions, like corner and tight end, also. I mean, obviously, Kyle Pitts defied the odds last year, but those two positions seem to be positions that people come in and take a while to adjust to in the NFL. Um, so I'm hoping he can bounce back. Mike Hughes, I mean, we'll see how he does. Um, maybe it'll be decent for that. He's the other starting corner over there, it looks like. And then they got Tracy Walker and Deshaun Elliott at safeties. So I think those Harris. are serviceable guys. What's that? They, they have, don't they have somebody named Harris as well? Harris. Uh, Tracy Walker, my bad. Yeah, that's right. So Tracy Walker. Yeah, yeah. He got, he's when they resigned, correct? Yeah, they, they resigned him. Serviceable back there. And yeah. same with Deshaun Elliott. He's, he's been decent with the Ravens. Uh, before, so I mean, they got a, they got a decent defense. You know, it could definitely be uh, top fifteen in the NFL potentially if they're healthy and coached right. If some guys take steps that I hope or want them to, like uh, Jeff Kuda. But overall, I mean, the talent and offense, Jared, Jared Goff could just be decent for them. I mean, I'm just excited to see the Lions. I'm just excited to watch them. I think you're probably the first non-Lions fan to say that in the last 10 years. Hey, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm cool with it. I, I rock with it. They got speed. It's fun over there. But you're fucking – you know we didn't even talk about TJ Hawkinson? I, I briefly mentioned him. I mean, okay. Well, I didn't hear it. Like, dude, that, that's like probably one of their better players, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we just fucking went right over him. Yeah, I mean, I, I like TJ Hawkinson. I mean, uh, they just got a lot of talent in the offense. I mean, DeAndre Swift, I think, is going to have a great year this year. I mean – they, they got a lot of nice, not just not, not just talent either, young talent. I think yeah. TJ Hawkinson, Swift, Amon Ra, James Sidney, they're all 25 years or younger. And the O-line's fairly young also. Oh, it's all young. Ragnar was drafted a few years ago. They got Jonah Jackson. They got uh, Decker, a little old. They got Vaisai, who's not – yeah, of course, so we're not like, – we know that, man. Sewell, Sewell, man. But, like, uh, at, at the end of the game – at the end of the day, do you even watch Lions games? I do. I don't know about you, but I mean, <laughs> I know somebody that does. Yeah, I, mean, I think but, we both know somebody that does. I think both of us know who doesn't. But, anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll move on to the Chicago Bears. I feel like you have a lot to talk about them. Uh, I will because you seem to not like them, so I'll give you the floor first. But I think you have to somewhat appreciate the Bears because they did make you a little richer last year. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had a thousand dollar bet with one of my Bears friends. Made me made me a quick band, so I always will respect the Bears. But uh, let's just be honest; they're they're terrible on the O line. They have Tevin Jenkins, who I think something. But what I've seen at training camp so far, it's only been two days, so take it with a grain of salt. He's not starting. They have Bodum on the. If I'm pronouncing his name wrong, I'm sorry. Bodum at right tackle. He, he was decent last year. Uh, they have Whitehair, who's always been. Pretty good. There, he's starting at left guard, and uh, I'm pretty sure I'm missing somebody at left tackle. But regardless, Riley it's Reef. Like, who, who? Riley Reef. Riley Reef. They just yeah, and he's starting at left tackle already. So from what I see, first team reps. But they're just. I think Fields is going to be fine. I think that's your guy. Um, I love Fields, but you're giving him nothing to work with. He has Byron Pringle and Darnell Mooney as his wide receiver ones and two. So. I just the only the only bright spot I could say about this team is you got Cole Komet, you got Fields, you got Roquan Smith, who you need to pay right now before it costs more next year. 
And there are two corners. Uh, Jalen Johnson was an absolute stud last Jaylen year. Jalen Johnson is a stud. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I love the guy they drafted this year, Kyler Gordon. Love that. So I think they're going in the right direction, but they need to start prioritizing protecting Justin Fields and getting him weapons, or you're going to make him look bad. Point blank, period. Like, you've got David Montgomery. you got your backfield. Clear Herbert's serviceable backup. Mooney's fine, but he's not a wide receiver one. Let's make that very clear. He doesn't have the size for a wide receiver one or the elite traits of a wide receiver one on a football team. Cole Komet could be a stud, but you need to protect him. You need to put that O-line around him. You need to get elite wide receiver talent. Somebody I really want to see from next year, Smith and Jigba, I think fits them perfectly. Just saying. Ohio State, I think that'd be fucking awesome. But they need to get O-linemen and protect Fields before he doesn't have the chance. Because you're drafting the right pieces. Robert Quinn's going to be out of his prime in the next few years. you got Eddie Jackson, who's had a bad year, but he could bounce back. And they have Jaquan Brisker, who I really liked at Penn State. Like, they're drafting good, but they, they need, they're focusing on the wrong things, I think. They need to protect Justin Fields and get him weapons. And that's not what they've been doing this offseason. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't think they like Justin Fields, the Bears. And I don't I'm think they love him either, but they yeah, – I'm saying like, this. So, yeah, let me, let me say this, right? Go ahead, go ahead. So, I mean, for one, Justin Fields was arguably the worst QB in the NFL last year. He just was. But, I mean, he was rookie QB, so it doesn't – you're not going to put too much stock into that. Don't but say I that for say, fucking Chicago people, dude. Holy but, shit. They, they die for that fucking guy. But I will say this. This is a new front office and a new coaching staff. They have no managers or ties to any player on this team, let alone Justin Fields. And, I mean, just by looking at their offseason, I mean, they're, they're – Big time pickup was drafting a what twenty five year old Felix Jones Jr. at wide receiver. There's nothing right. wrong with his age. Calm down. There's nothing wrong with him as a player, but I'm saying that's he's a great only that and I mean Byron Pringle also. Those were your two time big moves to try to help Justin Fields, who's on his rookie contract. You know yeah. the time where you're supposed to maximize those type of like bingo. maximize on that. Bingo, Zach. Bingo, bingo, bingo. I mean, you, you're not helping him. At all, which makes me think that this front office doesn't really believe in him, they, but they're going to give him a full year to prove himself. With and what? With what? That's what they want to see. They don't want to invest <laughs> in him. I mean, it, you said Jackson Smith and Jigba. If I mean Jackson Smith and Jigba is a stud, he's going to be a top five pick, and the Bears will have if, that. Top if five they're pick. drafting top five, they're probably going after Stroud or they're going after Young. Well, they're going to have to have the top two picks to do that. I mean, they can uh, try to trade up. And me and my friend were talking about this earlier. Let me say this right now. If the Bears have a top two pick, I really do believe Justin Fields is is decent. I think he could be a starting quarterback. I love them out of the draft. But, like, if they don't believe in that, I, you could trade one of those top two picks for fucking whatever you want. If C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young have years like they did last year, what what would be the max they can get for that pick? A lot. Well, it's quarterback. It's quarterback one value. It's going to be a lot. Well, I'll see. I also wonder though, like last year they did, did they have the first round pick? Or, no, they traded trade up Justin Fields, right? They the Giants owned their pick this year. They had they drafted Evan Neal with it. Yeah, so I mean, they didn't have the first round pick last year. Um, I mean, Brisker is great. I like I liked Brisker and Gordon. Uh, I mean, the defense is great. Obviously, they traded away Khalil Mack uh, this offseason. Who I mean, what was that? It's not great. They have no front four. They have Robert Quinn off the edge and Roquan Smith at linebacker. That that's not Robert Quinn, but not no big men. But what's called their defense? So last year was very good, uh, and I don't think losing Khalil Mack's going to 
make them fall off cliff. I mean, they were the sixth best defense yards wise last year. They were the third best against the pass. Uh, I mean, that secondary only got better. Uh, the pass rush did get a little worse. Klimak, Klimak isn't what he used to be. Still, good player, but he isn't what he used to be. And Robert Quinn was absolutely a, a stud last year. Very underrated. Don't know why he didn't get more credit last year. No, um, well, don't say he didn't get his credit. He made the Pro Bowl, and and as far as that Klimak trade, they won that shit. Hundred percent. Like Klimak's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's not Raiders or first year first game say first game Bears Klimak. Okay, yeah. that game was fucking insane. We're not gonna talk about it, but they got a second round pick and they got the Chargers to take that whole contract. I think the Bears, as far as they, they th- I agree with you. They don't believe in Fields. They're going rebuild mode. They're taking what they can get. They got the, that cap, big cap off the books, second round pick. But yeah, you're right. They're not building around Fields. I completely agree with you. Yeah, and I mean. Th- We'll have to wait and see. I mean, David Montgomery has been absolutely amazing these last two years. Maybe amazing is a little too strong, but he's been great these last two years. And I do like the potential of Cole Komet. Ryan Griffith is also a decent tight end, too. There. You have Darnell Mooney, who's a great, good receiver. You got Byron Pringle, who shouldn't really be a top three receiver on your team. Felix <laughs> Jones, I like him. He Love is him. a for rookie, but I don't care too much about that. But he's going to be a good slot guy. And they got Nikhil Harry, who I heard already is dropping passes into Eddie Jackson's hands. So, I mean, who? see what we – Nikhil Harry. I already hear he's dropping passes into Eddie Jackson's hands during – Getting uh, right in, dude. I feel so bad for Justin Fields, dude. Because did you hear about that Nikhil Harry shit? The second he got traded, Justin Fields texted him instantly. We're going to kill it. We got this. This is our year. Like, Justin Fields believes in this shit, and they're just like giving hey, him back shit. If it's QB, you should. I mean, you should no matter what. Every player should be at this point. Doesn't mean I believe it, but if you're a player, you should believe it's that. Hey, man, the Bears have good history drafting 25-year-old rookie receivers. Well, who's the last one? Really? Devin Hester, baby. Was he? Was he 25 when he was drafted? 25 when he got drafted. Wow. I know. How did he stay in college for so long? I'm guessing Jones was because of COVID year and stuff like that. But I mean, to, to be fair, he did. He was known for being a kick returner in college as well, so. Yeah, but still, I mean, I guess he would have to register like an extra year or something like that. I don't I'm, know. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I remember seeing two things on it. So I, I don't know. I saw two different TikToks and article about how they're good with 25-year-old rookie receivers. So yeah, I guess we'll have to see. I mean, Hughes Jones is good last year in the Tennessee offense. So I have to wait and see on that. The defense should be good. Don't think it's going to be as good as last year. But, I mean, who knows if Gordon and Bristol can step in from day one and play really good. I mean, that secondary has a lot of potential. Uh, the sure. Robert Quinn, Roquan Smith, as long as he, you know, gets paid. Pay uh, Roquan Smith. Stop fucking around with that. The guy's a top three linebacker. Stop fucking with him. Ooh, top three? Top five. Okay, come on. So, I mean, I slip, up, I slip up one number. Top three? Shut up. I mean, I, I'm pretty confident, like, in my opinion, top three, some, any order of Parsons, Leonard, and Warner. I, I, no, I think yeah, no, I agree. Those are top three, but, like, he's top five. He's, he's arguably up there. I don't know the top of my head, but he's arguably up there. We can make a list on TikTok, but yeah, I think he's there. Yeah, so I think that's going to do it as long as you have nothing else to talk about for these divisions. Uh, but that is the end of our preview. And speaking of the Bears, I think they do play week from today, right? I do think they're playing in that uh, Hall of Fame game, if I'm not mistaken. Nothing they, Jaguars yeah. Raiders. The Jaguars Raiders? Maybe the Bears played in last year because we're never seen Bears. No, it was Cowboys Steelers last year. I'm just yeah. a fucking I'm – a, I'm a fucking encyclopedia, dude. The thing is, I couldn't – I don't know if you're even lying or not to me. I couldn't even I'm tell. Lying. You, you, you could 
Why would I lie? I've never lied on the internet. You know this, but I'm actually not lying this time. No bullshit. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think we got an NBA video up in the next oh, week. Or so. I miss basketball. But oh, can I say one more thing? Yeah. Anybody hoping for like, like everybody's like, yo, where am I? I've seen so many tweets today saying, yo, where's my team highlights at? Where's all this news? All this amazing news. Let me tell you this right now. As of as of these next few weeks, no news is good news. Okay. You don't want to see shit, okay? The only shit that comes out around this time is injuries. So no news, good news. That's all you're hoping for right now if you're if you're a competing team. Yeah, just pray for no injury news. And, I mean, the thing 100%. is, is like training camp, there's always going to be a couple of training camp stars that don't really get a role, right? That's just how it's going to be. And then you'll get your Jamar Chases, who's absolutely awful, worst pick in NFL history, who goes out there with season starts and is an absolute stud. I mean, you can read into training camp. I'd read more into training camp to kind of see like where guys are going to play. Like just have to for example, I've heard Roger Stevenson has been the clear uh, getting all number one reps so far, which is interesting. Let's wait. Monty Parker has been fucking amazing in his first training camp. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Don't know why we just said two Patriot things, but um, we're Patriots fans, yeah. obviously. Don't want to ever put that in my mouth. <laughs> you're taught. You're telling me, my boy. But, I put it in my own mouth. I almost threw up a little bit. Yeah. So I mean. We got to get an NBA episode out soon. Hopefully something can come out for us to be able to talk about. But we'll, we'll try to think of something. Uh, and then, I mean, I think once August hits, we'll start talking some more, fan, like not just more, just some fantasy football stuff. You know, we got to start getting into that. Some people have already started the draft. It's absolutely wild. I don't think you should do a fantasy draft till that, until preseason's over, personally. Uh, We've made the mistake last year. No, nah, we, we did. We waited three weeks and still fucked up. We didn't. Somebody yeah, we did. did. Yeah, we did. J.K. Dobbins and uh, Etienne. Yeah, but those those weren't in a preseason game, though. Yeah, they were. Both of them were. Same week. They're same week, but we drafted after preseason. I'm pretty sure. No, we didn't. Were, no, were we they? did not. We drafted right after. We drafted right before preseason week three. And uh, J.K. Well, Dobbins and Travis Etienne both went down that week. That's because everybody in the league, you know, just wants draft so badly. Man, I'm itching for it, bro. I'm trying to get a mock every fucking night, but you know, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm not trying to draft. You no, know, I've I'm usually itching for it at this point in time, but I really haven't. Like, I really haven't done too much mock draft stuff. I really haven't been itching for it. Maybe it's because I'm tired of having the most points scored by far than getting a thousand injuries at the end. Up, you made that TikTok. You know what? You person you are. You sleep during your draft. That's the person you are. You auto draft. Yeah. When have I auto drafted? You've auto drafted three years in a row. You're gonna act like different uh, on the camera for sure. now, for sure. <laughs> for sure, dude. You don't. You're not the one that brings those colored spreadsheets. That's me. I did that once. I nah, what are you talking about? All right, let's end the stream. All right. Hope you guys did enjoy. If you guys are uh, watching this on YouTube, make sure you guys go ahead, comment, like, and subscribe. If you guys are on Spotify on podcast, make sure you guys go ahead and leave a five star rating and follow the podcast. If that's the case. That's all. Uh, we will catch you guys later. Bye, guys.